This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. From where I sit right now, it is Wednesday evening. And we start out today with game one of the semifinals. We started our quarterfinals about a week and a half ago with 21 players. We are now down to nine. And that number will shrink to three by the end of the week. So basically, the quarterfinals are the only thing in the tournament that has not changed. Apart from the no wildcards thing. The quarterfinals work the same way they always have. Nine contestants, three matches. The winners of each match go on to the finals. But let me remind you that the finals in this tournament have changed. It's not a two-game total point thing anymore. It's first person to three matches. Which means there could be as few as three matches and as many as seven. We just don't know. It all depends on where the chips fall. So that's that's the format for the next few days. Probably into a good portion of next week and maybe even in, into the week after depending on how long the finals run. We just don't know right now. Well, I do know, but I'm not going to spoil it. Because I'm not that kind of horrible human. So there's that. So let's meet our contestants today. Today's contestants were Amy Schneider, Tyler Road, and Maureen O'Neill. And we met them earlier in the tournament, so I'm not going to go through the whole spiel of giving rundowns of all of their stuff again. Because I just don't see the point. It would be redundant. If you really want details of how everyone did when they were originally on the show, listen to older episodes. That's all I can tell you. Because we sat here for 50, we sat here for 16 minutes last night just talking about contestants before we even got into the game. So that that tells you that tells you kind of how long some of these thingamajigs would be. Amy did, however, give us an interesting interesting story in the contestant interview portion. I haven't really been covering those for tournaments because, well, there's kind of really not a point. Because in order for me to cover them during tournaments, I would have to cover... um, I'd have to cover stuff before that, and I would have to go back through their entire runs to find stuff that was alluded to and all that kind of stuff. And I just... 
I don't know if I have access to all of those episodes, so there, there's that small factor. I know I'm missing at least a good portion of Matt's streak. So, well, but I mean, Matt isn't playing today, but I know I'm missing some of those. So there's that. But for the first, for the first half of the Jeopardy round, the game stayed pretty tight between Amy and Tyler and Maureen, bless her little heart, just could not get into it for the longest time. It was just, like, one of those cases of, ouch. So there, there was that. But once the Daily Double showed up in the Jeopardy round, the, the game took a different turn. Because Amy made her usual... $4,000 wager, that was one of the things that she did quite a bit when she was on originally, was she'd make a $4,000 wager at some point in the game, sometimes more than once. So that happened. And it really extended her lead quite a bit. And Tyler had an unfortunate mishap with a response which he, I believe, unintentionally mispronounced. And the judges didn't catch it until they went and reviewed things. So he was originally given credit, but the credit was taken away at the next commercial break. And cost him a nice fat chunk of change. Which kind of widened the margin into the bargain. That... And we haven't even gotten the double Jeopardy yet. Just, this is all, this all happened before that first set of categories was done. Which, that, that's an action-packed game, if I do say so myself. But I wasn't the one playing, so... Who am I to make calls on that? Once we got into Double Jeopardy, well, things didn't seem to change very much. Uh, Maureen finally got into the game, I think in the later part of the Jeopardy round. More into Double Jeopardy. Unfortunately, she had a bad run-in with a Daily Double, though. And lost most of her money, and consequently wasn't able to pick it back up throughout the rest of the round. Because the other two were lightning bolts and I guess she was just having some trouble on the buzzer or maybe just wasn't a good place to play that day. I don't know. Amy found the other daily double, made a very small wager. I'm guessing she wasn't confident on the category. But when the question came up, she answered it without hesitation. Like I couldn't even open my mouth to get an answer out. My mother even said that it was just so fast she couldn't get an answer out either. So, she extended her lead. By the time Final Jeopardy rolled around, Amy had like a twelve, almost $13,000 lead over Tyler. And 
like a $16,000 lead over Maureen, who, like I said, wasn't really able to pick up much in the game, which, which was really unfortunate. Tyler and Amy were both correct in Final Jeopardy. Tyler didn't wager anything. And Amy wagered 64 bucks, so it wouldn't have done Tyler any good even if he had wagered something. And Maureen unfortunately missed it and also wagered nothing, so... Like I said, it wouldn't have hurt either of... It wouldn't have mattered if either of those two had wagered anything just because of the way Amy played and her wager. But... They didn't know that. You you don't know what your opponents are going to wager. That's that's another important thing to remember. You never know what your opponents are doing. So just try to keep up with the scores and as best you can. If you can see the scoreboard, good luck to you. I'm going to be in a unique position when I get there, whenever that is, that I can't see the scoreboard, so I'm going to have to math, and I suck at math. But there, there's that, I mean. It was a very interesting game. I thought originally that it was going to be a lot closer than it was because of how close it was starting out. But that just goes to show that you can never tell what's going to happen during a game. That game started out neck and neck and very quickly exploded. So, there, there's, your, there's your lesson for today. You never know what's going to happen during a game. Just because half of the first round is a close race does not mean the other half of the... Does not mean the other you know, bazillion percentage of the game is going to be a close race. You just never know. <sighs> but that's that's basically today's game and my feelings about it. I'm I must say I'm very happy with the outcome because like I said, Amy's one of my favorite players. So that that outcome made me happy. I like it I like being happy, so. But, yeah, that I, I was very, very pleased with the way the game turned out. Just as much now as I was when it originally aired in November. So that's what I have for you today. Um, just a reminder, I may be a little bit late tomorrow, or a lot late tomorrow, I don't know. Because life and craziness and all of that. So just keep that in mind. I'm not exactly sure what time this is going to get to come out tomorrow night. But other than that, I think that's all the housekeeping I have for you folks today. So I'm going to say good night, And as Alex would say, so long everybody. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.